0: You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I am joined again this week by Jason Goings, the pastor of preaching and vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for jumping in. Yep. It is a uh, cold day. yeah, just I think we said this last week, but it's like kind of a dreary day outside. So for those of you listening, like if you start to hear like a clicking sound, that's just our teeth chattering in the background <laughs> of, the, of the podcast. But I guess it's starting to warm up a little bit.
1: And as far as we know, there's not going to be any reference to
0: bacon. bacon? Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't put it past me. You never know. Uh, Well, if this is your first time listening, we do this podcast each week so that you would come away loving God's Word more, knowing how you can take Scripture and you can read it and then just apply it to your daily life. And so our life verse this week is from John 17, verse 24, and it says, Father, I desire that they also, whom you've given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. So, Jason, uh, really excited to be digging into this passage. It's just this really cool kind of behind-the-scenes look at a conversation between Jesus and the Father, which, I mean, we see in a lot of depth here. And so it's just theologically rich, and I'm excited to jump into it. So uh, can you start off by just giving us context? What's happening here? Where are we at in, in the book of John? Those types of things.
1: Well, this is one of those weird life verses that uh, we'll, we'll get to this in a minute, but the application is not— extremely clear, like, go do this or go be this or whatever, we're getting a sneak peek at the end of Jesus's prayer. Um, he's praying in the garden. Uh, most people refer to this as the high priestly prayer uh, in John 17. Um, so he's talking to the Father. And you throughout the whole prayer, you see the beauty of this intimacy that the Son, Jesus Christ, has with the father you just see this it, it, to me this is the model prayer I mean Jesus yeah. teaches us how to pray in Matthew and other places with the with the Lord's Prayer but but this is the model prayer like he he begins uh, by praying for himself uh, you know and then he prays for his disciples that are with him in there in the garden and then he prays in verses uh, 20 through 26 he prays for all the believers that will eventually believe. Like, he he literally has this vision of not just the 12 or the 11 or whatever, but with who's coming after them. Yeah. It's grand. It's beautiful. Yeah,
0: so. I just love it because, I mean, all throughout the Gospels we see – these little snippets uh and phrases like and then Jesus went off by himself to pray you know early in the morning or or found he went to a quiet place and and then here we actually get to see what that conversation looked like um so i i'll i'm excited uh as we start opening this up more and so when you look at it what are some of the the big macro things that stand out to you here
1: well so the so we to look up before our life first you see what he, what it is that he's praying for us first of all that we'd be one, that we'd be united. And so united, he says that we'd be together like he is with the Father. I mean, that's some strong unity there. Uh, He prayed that we'd be in him, like we'd be on board with the mission, that we'd be in the will. Um, And then he prayed that we would live in such a way that we'd be displaying the glory of Christ and the love of God. All of that is in the few verses leading up to our life verse. And then we have this amazing verse, which, read it again, Dave. It's yeah. Just so...
0: yeah, I mean, it says, Father, I desire that they also whom you've given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you've given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. It's deep. There's a lot of doctrine in this. Yeah. And so uh, basically what he's
1: praying for now in this verse is, I want them to be with me. Forever. I look forward. I want them to be with me. I want them to see me. I want them to see my glory. I want them to behold and see all that I have been promising them and all that the prophets have been promising them. I want them to see and be wrapped up in the majesty and the glory of my presence. Yeah. Forever.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jesus knew that the most satisfying thing that we can experience is to be totally locked into him. Yeah. Just to be Abiding with him, with him, just sitting in his presence, enjoying him. And so out of everything that he prays, like, he doesn't say, man, make them so comfortable. Make them so, yeah. you know, make their life so easy. Instead, no. he says, oh, Father, just let them be with me. Like, yeah. let them be in my presence and just enjoying the delight that comes from being do with ever, me.
1: Do you ever say that to your kids? You know what? I just can't <laughs> wait for, you, for your good. I just want you to be... Noticing me, as oh, the dad. yeah, man. notice my beard, notice my height, notice my straight, like that. didn't... if y'all really want to be happy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get to know your dad a little better. No, this is like because Jesus knows that in his presence, there's no stain of sin, yeah. there's no pain of sin, there's no chains to our former sins, all of that's broken, yeah. all of that's wiped out. It's just Jesus is basically saying, it's just them. With me and their beholding my glory freely and joyfully. Yeah, that's his prayer for you, David. And yeah, that's amazing. So,
0: so let's flip that around, right? Like, so we, so th- that's what he is saying, is there, right? Like, man, my desire is that you would be with me. What is he not saying? Like, yeah. when you think Good about, question, yeah. you know, like what's what's he not? I mean, well, I guess we talked about it a little bit, but. He he's basically not praying the things we pray
1: for all the time. <laughs> like uh, he's 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 not praying that we would um, just be so connected with the world and and knowing everything about the world and how it works. He's not saying that that he's not even asking that we'd be removed from the world. Earlier, he says he prays that we'd be in the world, like be with yeah. with them. It, you know, he's he's not praying that we'd never suffer. He I mean he does pray that we'd be delivered from evil. Um, uh, or protected from the evil one, but he he doesn't say keep them from ailments or suffering or yeah. none of that is in, in this prayer. Um, and and don't we pray that a lot? You know, um, help me to fit in, God. Help me to to uh, get favor with it, with the job or with the team or with my classmates. Help me to be popular. Help me to be famous. Or I mean, the people pray these prayers all the time. Help me to never suffer. Well, in Jesus' final moments for you and for me, his prayer is not these things. Yes. It's it's interesting.
0: Well, and like a little phrase that's tagged on that's easy to overlook is almost that addition to his phrase where he says, I want them to be with me to see my glory. How often do we pray that? Like, God, let me see your glory. Like, let me just see you shining in the light of your glory, like sitting at the right hand of God, just just zooming out of everything that's going on in our day-to-day life and being mindful of this, like, incredible reality that God is sitting on his throne and Jesus is next to him and they're just, oh, just shining in their glory. I mean, I'm just like, i just like—I wanted that to be a more regular prayer for me and my household and my family, you know? Well, and that's exactly the
1: reason why we wanted this to be a life verse yeah. at the week—a bef- couple weeks before Thanksgiving, moving into Advent, is— is so that our prayers would adjust to the heart of Christ. That that's the application. What you just said is that we would just desire the things that Jesus is praying for. That we would behold and see Him. So, so that's the question. You know, do we take time to think of His worth, His Majesty, to think of? Because there's a lot of passages that talk about what He, you know, Philippians, what He gave up. Uh, to come here? Do we talk about that? Think about those texts that reveal his beauty and his worth? Um, or do we just kind of look for those texts that where it's th- where Jesus has done this stuff for us? Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that, and very, very important yeah. and good. But his prayer is, I want them to, to see me and see what, yeah.
0: So, so let me ask you this, and if we get really nitty gritty into the how of things you know like if if the application is yeah think on these things desire these things are there have you found any helpful like rhythms or practices or things in your life that have helped you do that i mean just you know as you're going through life things that help keep your mind on the things above things that prevent you from getting distracted from what's around you i mean are, are there things that you can think of like man these are really important well i i think I mean, if you're talking about rhythm, first of all, just just the
1: daily rhythm of being thankful, of, of 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 writing down just prayers of gratitude. Lord, here's what we know. Here's what I know you've done for me. Whenever I've disciplined myself to do that on a regular basis, yeah, there's things I list of stuff done that, but eventually, almost every time I just get to the. If I'm disciplined to make a page of it, mm-hmm. I get to what He has promised me. Um, here's what's waiting for me. Here's what's coming. Um, and one of the greatest things that we have on our calendar every year is the root, the regularity of Christmas. And I think we should dream of heaven and being in the presence of Christ. Like a child looks forward to Christmas. Mm Um, um, I mean, so here's, here's like, let's just kind of explore that just for a second who's the happiest, the absolute happiest when a child opens that gift that she's been waiting for and asking for all year. You, The the child in that moment, right? Has this moment of expectation, excitement. Could this be it? Could this be it? I hope this is it. I'm going to unwrap this. Is this the one? Is this the one? Yeah. And so they, she unwraps, tears open the paper and it's, it's the gift that she's been asking for. There's an ecstatic pleasure there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing, but, and that's good, and it's beautiful, uh, but then there's the parent who has heard the child on December 26th start asking about next year's gift yeah. and labors hard to earn the money, shops and battles to find the gift, uh, wraps it with precision and joy, prepares that gift, places the gift just out of reach from the child, on this day, I've got an assigned day when you can open that gift. And at an appointed time, here's where we're going to do it. You tell me who has more joy in that moment. It's going to be the parent. I know it is. As a parent, I've seen it. And it's like, ooh, this is so much better than if I was receiving that gift. Um, so I wonder the same thing. Who's going to be the most pleased and happy when when I arrive in heaven? Will it be me or will it be Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, so applying the same thing, I know I'm talking a lot. Yeah, There's nice me week. who gets to unwrap the present, the beauty of the escape, the redemption, the uninterrupted glory, like a child opening that gift I've been waiting for. Like it's going to be, and it's just going to be great. It's going to be moment. I mean, it's going to be a moment of pleasure. And um, it, it, but think about how long I've been longing for heaven since I was seven, maybe. Eight, you know, and am not even probably longing for it as much as I should be longing for it. And then there's Jesus who, how long has he been longing for me to receive that gift? Yeah. According to this life verse, at least since the moment in the garden, right? Yeah. Because he's praying <laughs> that very thing. I desire they also may be with me where I am that they may see the glory and that they may. so he's picturing David you being with him in heaven so at least from this moment on well that's a lot longer than me yeah. and oh by the way he went and did the work he went and purchased purchased your life he went and purchased the moment he did everything wrapped it up set the time for you to be there oh he's going to be more excited but we know through other scriptures that he's been waiting for this day since before the foundation of the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's that text in Ephesians. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you, if uh... yeah, you had mentioned, yeah, Ephesians one, three, you know, where it says, blessed is the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who's blessed us in the heavens in Christ for he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. Yeah, it's it's almost hard to wrap your mind around that, you know, and I like just, when you go back to John 1, like, in the beginning, he was with God, you know, and just like, this wasn't something that just, you know, it just kind of naturally happened, like, there was just such intentionality, like, loving intentionality, and just the preparation for what was to be done, you know, and the excitement that's that's before us, you know, and we get a taste of it now, like, we get... A flavor of what's to come, uh, because you know it. It talks about in Romans how we have the first fruits of the spirit; mm. like we get to taste yeah. some, you know. But yeah. like, there's a whole orchard waiting for us mm-hmm. uh, to come. Yeah, and, yeah. I, the the joy
1: that I think awaits every the the joy of uh, that Jesus has every time one of His arrives
0: yeah.
1: is I can't fathom that. I mean everyone he's prayed this in the garden he's he's chosen and planned it since before the foundations of the world, and so what i I think the application for us is is just to meditate on that that thought this week as we memorize this, who is going to be the most excited and experience the most pleasure when I arrive in heaven? who's gonna be the most excited to see me? It won't be my dad; I think he's gonna be pumped and excited yeah. it won't be my grandmother it'll be Jesus. He will be the most thrilled to see this answer to prayer yeah. that he's praying in the garden on this day come to fruition. So, and here's the beauty of it is he, he wants us there. He, yeah. he's willing us to be there. He's, he's making a way for us to be there to bring us home. Um, he wants, he wants this day, David, more than you do, yeah. more than I do. It's beautiful. I so. love
0: that. Well, I think that's a great place for us to land. And so, you know, we want to say thank you for listening to Grace Slato Podcast, and we hope that this discussion spurs you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people this week. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday.